Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm John McEnroe, and you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. It is day two of the Statel Masters Tennis here at the Royal Albert Hall. We have a special edition of the show every day of this tournament. Yesterday, we were speaking to Pat Cash about 1987 and uh, going back in time to his Wimbledon victory, hearing all about that and his thoughts about tennis. Today, Catherine Whittaker, we have an even more exciting guest. Guess who it is? Guess. Well, that's cheating because I know because I'm sitting right next to him. It's John McEnroe. Hello, John. How's it going? It's going very well. How, how are you feeling after an 11-9 third set Champions tiebreak win against Pat Cash in which you were doing double fist pumps, windmill arms, and everybody was yeah. on their feet? Uh, sore, uh, tired, uh, put it all out there. I gave it everything I had. It was looking grim at times, but um, I felt like I was competing hard. And uh, because I did that, I think I got a little bit lucky. Sometimes when you try harder, you get luckier, and I think in this case I did. And Pat lifted his game, I lifted mine, and thank God it was a third set tiebreaker instead of a full set. <laughs> I remember when I started on this circuit, I think it was uh, about 16 years ago, and I remember the first match I ever saw on the tour was you against Bjorn Borg in Doha. And I remember it going, uh, I think at the start of the match, you walked out with Bjorn with your arm around his shoulder, and you said, Don't let's play this champion's tiebreak, let's play three. Did I say that? You did, yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. So uh, thankfully, uh, we've, uh, I've, I've realized that if, in terms of me being able to get out there and play a little bit longer, that this thing has worked out pretty well. Because at the time, it seemed sort of crazy. But now it's really become part of not only the seniors tour, but even doubles and things like team tennis shorten their, the length of their matches. And everyone wants it quicker. So I'm, I'm all for it now at my age. And is it still as much fun as ever to do this? Because, I mean, what, what I know is, I mean, now you're playing more, you're playing a couple of exhibition matches here. You've got Henri Leconte tomorrow night. But I was watching you out there today, and I said, I've been doing this for, for quite a while. I've gone grey with you lot. And, uh, and, uh, and st- sitting on the side of the court, I was actually nervous watching you two. I, I don't know why, but I was nervous. Well, I think that over the course of the last 20 years, the person I've played more than anyone else has been Pat. I mean, we played all over the world in, in numerous 
situations in countries, and we've had a lot of close matches. And even though I know exactly what he's going to do and he pretty much knows exactly what I'm going to do, it's sort of interesting to see who is going to be executing better because we essentially play the same way. And um, I really look forward to this event. So I've been preparing for it, and I knew what, what I, to expect. And uh, I saw Pat look to be struggling a bit or so I it appeared before the match he was sort of getting taped up and all types of things were going on he was putting his body back together and I thought you know I'm feeling pretty good I'm I like I like the the edge I have here and then all of a sudden it seemed like he started moving better and better and he'd served a lot harder than I anticipated and, and expected he was really popping his serve he was getting it into the high one teens and he was throwing me and you know, then I was sort of, I, I couldn't believe that what was happening. And suddenly it was a set all and, you know, it's a crapshoot, but it was exciting. You know, I mean, I could feel the excitement and I, f I felt like at the end, um, if I got the crowd a little bit more into it, that maybe that would help me get over the top. You did. You got over the top and it's Henri Lecomte tomorrow. Catherine Whittaker, you spent a bit of time with Henri the last day or so. How's he looking? Have you got any tips that you can just pass on to John ahead of tomorrow's match? Tips. All right, insights, insights. Okay. Actually, incidentally, John, on the. Hear what Catherine would have to say about my the insight about me playing Henri. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll shut up. Yeah. All right. Go on, Catherine. One insight I have is that I just spoke to Carl Robinson, who's been the on-court interviewer, interviewed you just after your match, John, and she rushed over to me after the match and she said. Pat was absolutely sweating buckets when she interviewed him and she said John John wasn't sweating at all or it certainly looked like you weren't sweating at all. He's sweating. <laughs> you don't sweat. You're like Federer, aren't you, John? Well, you know, yeah, I wish. I mean, I've, I watched Roger and I, I think the same thing. But actually, as I've gotten older, I have started to sweat. Not in the Pat Cash League, but, you know, we're, we're, we're out there and we're giving it our all. And I, I think in some ways I take pride in when, I, when I'm sweating because I feel like you're really giving it everything you have. And if you're sweating, sometimes the body's telling you something. You need to get something out of your system. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I feel like there's another guy that I've had a lot of battles with on the tour over the years and a guy that sort of can drive me crazy. And – probably I can do somewhat the same to him, although he's crazy to begin with. So it's, just, it's, it's not that hard to get him over the hump because he's already there. And so you know, he's going to be looking to get under my skin in a, in a different way. And my job is to sort of go out and just play at a little bit higher level. Hopefully the body will be rest up and I'll you know, be ready to go. Now, so talk about Catherine giving you tips. What, what we're really both after is tips ourselves because for the first time in history, Catherine and I are going to play against each other on Saturday morning. Now, I've known you longer than she has, so I get first tip from you. What, what should I do? What sort of tactics should a bloke of six foot seven be using? Well, I think that's exactly exactly what you need to do is impose your height and use that serve. I'm I'm, I'm hoping and praying that you have a decent serve. I mean, I haven't. Seen uh, it, it goes really fast. I have no idea where it's going. Well, I would you know maybe take a little something off it and see if you have some sort of an idea because you you know Catherine's not as tall as you, so she doesn't have the reach. So you should be able to use that height and just place the ball, a la like a Todd Martin. 
Todd Martin. That's that's me. You've just been, you've just been compared to Todd Martin by John McEnroe, David. You've, you've peaked. That's brilliant. Fantastic. Now, a few listener questions just to, to finish up here with John McEnroe on the Tennis Podcast. Zainab says, you've achieved lots. What gives you the motivation to keep going on this Champions Tour after all these years? Well, in certain ways, uh, you appreciate it even more. And I love to play, so uh, I, I'm going to play either way. But uh, if they're going to invite me to come to a place like this, it's I mean, it's sort of a no-brainer. I mean, I have pride, and you, you want to play at a certain level, so I train year-round, and I try to make sure that I can be as ready as possible. I mean, you can go out there, and sometimes you just don't have it, but it's not for lack of effort. So I feel like, in a way, this keeps me young, in a sense, and keeps me close to the sport and keeps me close to what the changes that are happening in, in, on the main tour because I'm there doing commentary work, but sometimes I'm hitting with the guys, and that sort of gets me ready for what I'm going to try to do. And a lot of these guys that I'm playing now, I mean, I mean, they're hitting the ball pretty big. I mean, when I was in Italy last month, I mean, Gorn was hitting in the 120s or 130, and it was crazy. So, thankfully, Cash was only in the 110 or 15 or something. I mean, but these guys are hitting it too hard. It's just not on. Dean Theopolis says, uh, he's from Montreal, says, uh, a question about super coaches. Are they here to stay? Do you think this will continue this trend? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you look at the results, I think it'd be crazy for players not to look at these type of uh, champions that have clearly helped in, in numerous occasions. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I think you're going to see, see more of it, particularly traveling coaches, because they understand what it's like to be on the road and prepare for a match and what needs to be done. Uh, maybe sometimes the X's and O's may not be their strength, but uh, certainly what, what happens when you're traveling around the world, uh, they're going to have an insight that most people don't. And on that subject, Ewan wants to know if you would ever fancy it yourself. Maybe uh, one day. I mean, you know, when, when, when you see some young buck who's got great talent or someone you believe can be the best or one of the great veterans that needs in a little spark, it'd be hard not to take it seriously and, and, and want to do something on a part-time basis. Uh, for some reason, no one seems to be calling. Well, I'm calling. But I haven't got any talent and I'm not a young buck either. Catherine? I'll tell you what, Dave and I are always, I've got one question for you. Dave and I are always trying to be the ones to, to pick the new talent coming up. And somebody we've been talking about a lot recently is uh, Kozlov, who looks like an 11-year-old. He's, he's the hope of America at the moment. What do you think of him? Well, I like him. I mean, he's just a natural. But, I mean, this game is so athletic and the speed is, is much quicker. So that's the part, you know, I'm worried a, a little bit. Just f foot speed, you know, he's got the, the hands, beautiful touch, and he's got just a natural instinct. And he's worked hard on that. He's going to be a good player. But, you know, when you're at that top, top level, it's a little bit you have to wait and see. You know, there's a couple young 16-, 17-year-old Americans that we have that have come, come – a long way and have that potential to break in. I don't know if Kyrgios is still a teenager or he maybe just turned 20, but if I had to pick a guy that potentially, you know, could literally be top five next year, uh, that would be the young guy that I would pick. That's an exciting thought. A couple more just to finish off. We have uh, PJ who asks, if you were at your, if we go back in time to your 1984 peak, who would you most like to pit that John McEnroe against out of the three big names in our sport today, Nadal, Federer, and Djokovic? Uh, none of them. No. No, no, no. no, I'd like to play any of them at, you know, at Wimbledon or the Open. I mean, I think playing Roger, he's won the most majors. I wouldn't certainly want to play Nadal on uh, clay. 
uh, and Djokovic on hard courts, you know, his movement's so amazing. But, I mean, that's, that's exactly – you want to play all those guys to see, see what you're made of. I mean, and, and I'm sure that uh, it wouldn't have probably worked out exceptionally well. But at the same time, I think that would have gotten under the skin, made him think a bit, and it would have been exciting. Sure would. I, I want to play time machine tennis. That's, uh, that's my dream in life, but I don't think I've got the ability to create my own time machine just yet. Last question comes from Phil, who asks, uh, who does John think is going to be the next new male world number one and the next new male Grand Slam champion? We've had a couple of those. The this next year. new one? You mean who's going to win Australia? Yeah, but somebody who hasn't won one already. Uh, well, it, it, that... that the, the young guys that I – there's three guys that I like a lot, young guys. Kyrgios is one, and uh, this guy Koric from Croatia, I think in like three years is going to be top ten in the world too. But I, they're not ready to win yet. And Zverev, this German – Russian-German guy, I think those are – like if you want to look at young guys that in five, seven years are going to be sort of at the top of the world tennis game, I think I would pick them as far as, you know, someone who hasn't won a major that would win – I would pick uh, Dimitrov to win Wimbledon next year over Djokovic. That would be like, even though I think he's tailed off in the last six months, I think he's the guy that hasn't won one. I don't think he could win it before, but that would be the guy I would pick. Exciting times. Catherine, final word from you before John goes. John McEnroe agrees with us. That's my final word. He agrees with us about Grigor Dimitrov. That he's got potential, that he's going to deliver eventually. That he's going to do it. We agree. Well, I mean, you know, I'm hopefully do that. He took, you know, I thought he was ready to take that step. And then, you know, the last six months since Wimbledon, he's been disappointing to me. But uh, hopefully he'll keep at it. And uh, Wimbledon's tailor-made for him. Sure is. John, you're tailor-made for the Royal Albert Hall. You'll be here again tomorrow night against Henri LeCant. Great pleasure to have you with us. Thanks for joining us here on the Tennis Podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.